Hey there, my name is Mei Ling. I'm a certified life coach and trauma-trained practitioner. And welcome to my podcast, Finding Freedom in the Hologram. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Season 3. If you haven't listened to Season 1 and Season 2, remember, when you go online to iTunes or Podcast Addict or whatever platform that you use, you are able to search for Season 1 and Season 2. This time with Season 3, I'm so excited because I'm specifically catering this season to people where the mental game is the most important. People who are in high stakes performances like stock trading, poker playing, you know, every time you think it's not just discipline that you need, it's not just the technical ability, but when it comes to crunch time, when it comes to when it matters the most, are you able to perform at the level that you want to perform? Now, with this episode, episode one, it is entitled, Your Brain Doesn't Care If You Are Happy. Mm-hmm. Listen to these three words. Purpose. Fulfillment. Satisfaction. Think about it. So many of us now do wonder, why am I here? What is my purpose? Somehow, I have this niggling thought in my mind. I have this niggling feeling that I am not living my purpose. Can you relate to that? Secondly, fulfillment. Now, so many of us in the beginning, and even now, might be chasing money, might be chasing status, chasing titles and accolades, thinking that will give us happiness. However, it's possible to be a billionaire and still feel empty inside. So what gives you fulfillment? That's a question you have to ask yourself. Number three, satisfaction. Do you feel content and satisfied and happy with your life? Now, if this satisfaction isn't related to calories or quelling physical hunger, your brain frankly doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Your brain, as part of being the human race, has a very particular way in which it is wired. What your brain's idea of success is, number one, can you survive? Can you survive on this earth? Which means, can I escape from the predator that's chasing me right now? Can I survive through the long, cold winter nights in this cave? Or outside, or outdoors? Number two, can I survive by gathering food for myself so I continue surviving? Can I survive long enough such that I can propagate the human race? Basically have kids so that the human race continues to live on this earth. Now, as a human, if you don't survive or survive long enough to have kids, according to your brain and your wiring, ancient wiring, that's considered a failure. <laughs> Basically, this is what it means to be human and what your brain thinks is successful in being human. However, when you now live your life and you want to live your purpose, you want to feel fulfilled, you want to feel satisfaction, you need to learn, evolve and grow. And many times for my clients who are stock traders and poker players and people where they are in really high pressure situations where they need to perform at their very best, basically before they get to competition stage, before they get to crunch time, Every single day, what is the most important is practice. 
they need to practice such that everything becomes programmed into the subconscious and it becomes automatic. So that is the technical ability, is practicing the skill, practicing what you need to learn, be it be a better poker player, know all the strategies, be it being able to read the candles on the stock trading charts, noticing patterns, noticing what your ticker symbol always does, there seems to be a pattern. All of that is technical ability, which means you might start with zero knowledge, but slowly with practice, with time, with familiarity and exposure to that thing you're trying to learn, you are able to gain the confidence and the skill of learning what you need to learn. However, when it comes to high-pressure situations, whether your brain can utilize that skill that you've learned is a different story because your emotions, your mood, whether your brain gets to continue running and thinking in, in rational thinking mode versus panicking and your brain shuts down, the part of your brain that does logical thinking and makes rational decisions shuts down, that totally determines how your performance and what your outcome will be. So for the person who wants to learn, to grow and evolve, your priorities are different from your brains. Your priorities is, hey, I'm starting out, I'm learning. So yeah, I will fail. I know I'll fail. I'll fail, but I'll keep trying until I succeed. So first is failure and you experience a lot of it and you learn from that. And then you achieve success. That's the second tier. Now, what is truly considered failure is you give up. Or you freeze and you don't take any action. Action that you know you ought to be taking, but you just freeze out of fear, out of panic. Because your prefrontal cortex has gone offline. Your brain shuts down. So, what our modern day life is like. When we want more, more of feeling like we are living our purpose, more fulfillment in our lives, more joy, more love, more satisfaction. That doesn't really align to your brain's rudimentary version of what success is. That is biologically wired in you in terms of being able to survive, being able to propagate the human species. But we are so much more than that. There's so much more to us. It's like peeling away the layers of an onion. Now, your brain will hold you back thinking it's in your best interest. So for example, if you wanted desperately to lose weight, you might be 30, 50 pounds, 100 pounds overweight. And you think to yourself, you know what? This year, I am going to lose 30 pounds to start, maybe but I know I want to lose weight and I know I want to get healthier. I want to be healthier. I want to be able to run around. I want to be able to play with my kids. But actually, if in childhood, you experience sexual harassment, you experience where people paid so much attention to you, they wolf whistled, or you actually experience sexual abuse, and then you might feel, I'm not safe. It is not safe to be seen. And you start eating and gaining weight where there's something deep inside your brain that believes if I am unattractive, nobody will hurt me again. Now, it is that programming 
that takes precedence over everything else because that is the programming that will keep you safe. Your safety mechanism is priority number one because safety is linked to survival. So even though you on the outside during New Year's Eve, during New Year's Day, you say and you're so resolute, I'm going to lose weight. But the reason why you still find that, hey, after a crappy day, you start raiding the pantry and your fridge. You start binge eating again. So why is it, you think to yourself, that I am still self-sabotaging? That is because deep inside of you, there's another higher prerogative. There's another commitment that's hidden, that's of more importance than the one that you say visibly which is the one you say, hey, I want to lose weight. No, your brain goes. You want to survive. You want to stay safe. And in order to stay safe and survive, you need to remain unattractive so that nobody can hurt you again. So think about that. Think about what might be your hidden prerogatives that your body and your brain have in terms of safety. Because that is what might be holding you back. And you might think, That yes, by losing the weight, I'll be healthier and happier, but your brain doesn't think so. Your brain thinks you will be more in danger. And all it cares is if you survive. It doesn't care if you're happy. Now this ties in with FOMO, the fear of missing out. Because let's say, you know, caveman days. If you come across a tree or a bush that's heavily laden with fruit, and it's ripened, and you try one and it tastes so good, immediately the dopamine response in your brain is like, ding, wow, this is fantastic. This is so sweet. Let's eat all of it. Let's eat as much as we can because we don't know when we will encounter or find fruit like this again. This sugar, these calories, this is what's going to help us survive the long days, the winter nights, or days where you cannot hunt for food. Right? So let's eat as much as we can. So the fear of missing out originally stems from this kind of behavior. Your brain doesn't know that, hey, you can just open your cupboard and open a can of food and immediately eat something that's dense in calories. Your brain doesn't know that. It still thinks, hey, we need to eat. If something is good, we need to eat more of that. Now, another thing that is really funny about your brain is a thing called loss aversion. So your brain doesn't want to feel that it has lost anything because it goes, I'm barely surviving. I need as much as I get. So what's mine is mine and I cannot afford to lose it, right? Because I don't know when I'll ever be able to have this again. It's basically scarcity thinking that's kind of programmed into you because by thinking this way, you are more likely to survive than not. So that's part of our human nature, really. So in the case of my clients who are stock traders, when it comes to looking at the charts and a trade has gone wrong and they think, ooh, my open profit and loss, the loss is this much. But if I don't sell now, there is a possibility that the stock will turn around, that I will start gaining money again and I can reduce my losses or even go into profit, go into the green. So they hold on to the trade. They do not get out. And as a result, they lose more and more money. If only they had stuck to their trading plan. But because the brain goes, if it starts losing and I sell, that makes it real. It's a realized loss. And I don't want to admit 
that I failed, that I've lost. I want to believe that this can turn around and I can still make good. I can still make profit. So many of my clients fall into this trap again and again and again. So part of my coaching with them is to be able to feel and say, hey, this is okay. Do not panic. I know exactly what to do to calm and regulate my emotions, to calm my nervous system. I am going from panicked trader and I'm doing the work to become a Zen trader so that I can calm down. My prefrontal cortex is still online and I'm able to make rational decisions. I'm able to stick to my trading plan. Sure, I might lose $50, $100, $250, but that's okay. Let's stop it now. This is much better than losing $1,000, $1,500, $3,000. And some people who trade options, they lose the entire premium and some. So they can lose tens of thousands of dollars. Which is better to you? Losing $150 or losing $10,500? This is a skill of emotional regulation. But the first thing is you need to create awareness. Only once you are aware of the patterns, the old patterns that you always fall into that's unique to you, only then can you make changes. And that is where your work is. Now, if you would like one-on-one support and guidance, I can help you with this. I specifically coach stock traders, poker players, and other high-stakes performers so that their mental game is on point. And when it comes down to live trading, to live performances, to competitions. They are zen. They are in control and they can choose deliberately how they want to make the next step and take action versus being reflexive and reactive. How do you want to go ahead? It's your choice. All right, this is the end of episode one. I'll see you next week. Bye.